This episode is brought to you in part by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like The Guest List by Lucy Foley. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. We all have busy lives these days, and we don't want to waste a day recovering after a night out. That's why Zbiotics is the answer we've all been looking for. Their probiotic was invented by PhD scientists to tackle rough mornings after drinking. Here's how it works. When you drink, alcohol gets converted into a toxic byproduct in the gut. It's this byproduct, not dehydration, that's to blame for your rough next day. Pre-alcohol produces an enzyme to break this byproduct down. This is a proactive solution that wards off feeling miserable the next day instead of a reactive approach like drinking electrolytes or eating greasy food. Enhance your mornings with Zbiotics. Go to zbiotics.com/cbs to get 15% off your first order when you use code CBS at checkout. Zbiotics is backed with a 100% money back guarantee. So, if you're unsatisfied for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. Remember to head to zbiotics.com/cbs and use the code CBS at checkout for 15% off. Thank you, Zbiotics, for sponsoring this episode and our good times. Tonight, after the holiday weekend, we're following a number of developing stories. The stock market slides after those extraordinary protests over the COVID crackdown in China, plus the severe weather threatening millions of Americans. The Dow drops as the demonstrations against the strict COVID policies of Xi Jinping spread. Tonight, the major problem facing Apple's iPhone factory in China. A dangerous storm takes aim at the south. The threat of nighttime tornadoes, damaging wind and flooding will have the forecast. Clean water crisis. CBS's Janet Chamlian is in a major American city with undrinkable water. Schools closed, businesses impacted more than 2 million using boiled and bottled water. Residents on alert as a Hawaiian volcano erupts after nearly 40 years. Cyber Monday from your cart to your doorstep. CBS's Nancy Chen is at a fulfillment center. Should we be prepared for any delays from Amazon? And Christmas at the White House, the First Lady's holiday message. This is the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell, reporting from the nation's capital. Good evening and thank you for joining us as we begin a new week together. And it is a busy Monday night. Millions in the South are facing a severe weather threat of tornadoes. And in Texas tonight, more than two million people are without safe drinking water. And we're just getting news that school will be canceled again there tomorrow. But first, Wall Street today suffering a major sell-off. Extraordinary protests and outrage are spreading across China over Xi Jinping's strict COVID lockdown policies. As the world grows more concerned, 
concerned about a recession. And since China is the world's number one manufacturer, production fears caused the Dow to fall 1.4 percent, while Nasdaq and the S&P 500 both fell more than 1.5 percent. Apple shares dropped following reports that production at the world's largest iPhone factory has been impacted by the unrest. The White House says that President Biden is monitoring the largest Chinese protests in decades. And CBS's Ed O'Keefe shows us how the rare public dissent in China is growing. Tonight, the most widespread Chinese protests in years. At least 10 cities, including Shanghai, have now spread to Hong Kong. And the unrest is now affecting global markets. Shares of Apple fell nearly 3% after reports the company could see production losses at a Foxconn factory in eastern China, where workers have protested COVID restrictions and the lack of bonus payments. This is by far the biggest challenge yet to Xi Jinping's zero COVID policy, which has battered China's economy and locked down hundreds of millions of people in their homes. Furious, some people yelled what, until now, few would have even dared say aloud. Xi Jinping! Down with Xi Jinping. Down with the Communist Party. Crowds have faced off with the police, and there have been an unknown number of arrests, including a BBC journalist who was later released. CBS's Elizabeth Palmer managed to reach one of the protesters by phone. To protect her, we blurred her face. How angry are people with the lockdown? Very, very, because they were very angry. Public outrage was originally sparked last week by a tragedy in western China, when 10 people burned to death in an apartment fire. An angry crowd gathered around the local government offices, convinced that COVID restrictions had stopped fire engines from reaching the blaze. Authorities denied that. On Monday, Chinese police patrolled what had been the trouble spots. In a statement, the White House criticized China's zero COVID policy. The statement you issued earlier today didn't include any explicit calls for China to stop detaining and harming protesters and journalists. Why not? We continue to stand up and support the right of peaceful protest. Um, And I think we're going to watch this closely and, and we'll see where things go. President Biden has been briefed on the protests, but hasn't spoken publicly about them. It's part of a more cautious wait-and-see approach by the administration, eager to stabilize relations with China, which have grown tense in recent years. Nora? Yeah, something everyone's watching closely. Ed O'Keefe, thank you so much. Well, tonight, the nation's airports are slowly getting back on track after some post-Thanksgiving travel headaches. More than 10,000 flights have been delayed over the past two days due to the weather. The TSA said more than 2.5 million passengers passed through America's airports on Sunday. That's the busiest travel day since the start of the pandemic. Heavy snow is falling in Park City, Utah. Look at that. And more is expected from the Rockies to the Great Lakes. And while the southeast is in danger of a potential tornado outbreak, we want to bring in meteorologist Mike Bettis from our partners at the Weather Channel. Good evening, Mike. Nora, good evening. Very active weather over the next 24 hours. Snow across the plains from, say, Denver, Colorado, all the way to the UP of Michigan. Some areas, five to eight inches of snow anticipated. And then there's a likely severe weather outbreak across the Mid-South and the Gulf Coast states. And tornadoes could be prevalent as well. A Torcon as high as a seven. So what that means is a high tornado risk for us tomorrow when the numbers seven, eight, nine, or ten. And a rare November event playing out for us. If you take a look at the hour-by-hour timing, you'll see the storms midday day through the afternoon through the evening a nighttime threat in many locations those storms racing their way eastbound so even in the early hours of Wednesday affecting morning commuters in places like Atlanta North so everyone needs to be heads up Mike Bettis thank you 
In Buffalo, a self-described white supremacist who killed 10 black people at a supermarket in May pleaded guilty today to multiple counts of murder and a hate-motivated terrorism charge. CBS's Jerika Duncan was in the courtroom and reports the gunman will likely spend the rest of his life behind bars. Victims' families could be seen hugging outside a Buffalo courtroom today after waiting more than six months for justice. This morning, they came face to face with a 19-year-old who killed their loved ones and heard him plead guilty to 15 charges, including one count of a domestic act of terrorism motivated by hate in the first degree. It carries a mandatory sentence of life without parole. No individual in the history of the state of New York has been found guilty of that domestic terrorism charge motivated by hate until today. Prosecutors say the killer spent months researching his intended target, this top supermarket, because of the number of black people living in the neighborhood. In court today, one prosecutor repeated the phrase, because they were black, several times after referring to each person who died. Ask yourself why it happened. Ask yourself what kind of nation are we that this is allowed. Cat was a wonderful sister, wonderful. Cat was just a good person. Barbara Maps and her niece, Adrian Massey, lost 72-year-old Catherine Massey, who went by Cat. At nighttime, when I miss her the most, I want him gone. Because I don't want to think that he's living and can't go. I miss my sister so much. A writer, an advocate for children, someone who always believed there was more good in the world than bad. What do you think she's saying? Don't hate this, Bobby. Don't hate. Don't hate. I did. I never hated before. While Tops has since reopened, there are many in this community who said they will not step foot inside the store. When the judge today asked the killer if he had anything to say to the victim's families, he simply said no. But Nora, several families that I've spoken to said they will have plenty to say to him when they address him directly at sentencing in February. Tarika Duncan, thank you for being there. Well, we want to turn now to a shocking cross-country crime spree that allegedly involved a triple murder and the abduction of a teenage girl by a former Virginia state trooper. As CBS Nikki Batiste reports, the case provides an important warning for parents about who children interact with on the Internet. Tonight, candles and flowers lie in front of this burnt-out home after a gruesome case of catfishing turned deadly. Now, this guy's a monster. He's a predator. Police say 28-year-old Austin Lee Edwards, who became a Virginia law enforcement officer just this year, drove cross-country to meet a teenage girl in Riverside, California. He developed a relationship with her. There might have been an exchange of texts, maybe phone calls. On Friday, officials say they received reports of the young girl looking distressed while getting into a car with Edwards. The fire at her home started soon after, with three bodies found in the entryway. This suspect was the only one involved in the murders and in setting the fire. The victims, the girl's grandparents, Mark and Sherry Winnick, and the girl's mother, 38-year-old Brooke Winnick. Deputies tracked down Edwards and the teen later that day and fatally shot the suspect after an exchange of gunfire. It's believed Edwards was grooming the team by pretending to be someone else online. Online catfishing is very common. Children do not understand how dangerous it can be to talk to a stranger online. 
Cyber safety cops Clayton Cranford warns parents to be vigilant. Pass or protect their child's app stores. They should turn on parental controls. And at night, that device does not belong in a child's bedroom. Police say the girl, who is only 15, was physically unharmed and taken into protective custody. Experts say one of the most important steps a parent can take is to talk to their child about online safety because children who've had those conversations are less likely to be victimized. Nora? Important advice. Nikki Batiste, thank you so much. Well, in Hawaii, the world's largest active volcano, the Mauna Loa, is erupting for the first time in nearly 40 years. The eruption began late Sunday, and nearby residents on the Big Island have been warned to be on alert. But no evacuations are underway. CBS's Carter Evans has more from scientists on the humbling power of Mother Nature. Thermal imaging shows the moment the world's largest active volcano exploded back to life, lighting up the Hawaiian skies, an ash cloud so large it can be seen from space. Scientists say magma had been building for nearly two years. So you knew this was coming? We knew it was coming. We just didn't know that it was going to be in the middle of the night after Thanksgiving weekend. Tonight, molten lava is spilling over the summit, but volcanologists say any threat to communities would be weeks away. Mauna Loa is massive. Eruptions over the past 200 years have sent lava flows across the Big Island of Hawaii, but it's been dormant nearly 40 years. The last major eruption in 1984 threatened the city of Hilo. This eruption follows years of lava flows from Mauna Loa's much smaller but much more active neighbor, Kilauea. Take a look at this fountain of lava. It's we were there in 2018 when lava from Kilauea wiped out hundreds of homes, reshaping the island landscape. So far this time, evacuations are voluntary. No imminent risk, just a remarkable display. The word awesome, we use it all the time, but this is the... It's the definition of the word awesome. Carter Evans, CBS News, Los Angeles. Tonight, America's fourth largest city is under a boil water order following a power outage at a Houston water purification plant. More than two million residents are now left wondering if what comes out of their tap is safe to drink. CBS's Janet Shamlin is in Houston with more. Where would you like us to put it? Handouts in Houston tonight. Oh, man, you're, you're strong. Cases of water amid warnings what's coming from the tap might not be safe. Where'd you shower? Uh, well, I haven't this morning. I have to wait till nighttime. The city issued a boil water notice late Sunday after a power outage disrupted the water system. Then, disruptions across the city. Houston schools closing classrooms for more than 194,000 students. At the latest, uh, we anticipate a report, clean report coming. Let's say 3 a.m. Could it be before? Possibly. It comes amid water woes related to aging infrastructure from the Jackson, Mississippi crisis in August, triggering a federal disaster declaration to the years of issues in Flint, Michigan, where lead from pipes breached the water supply. There's a water main break every two minutes, according to the American Society of Civil Engineers. An estimated six billion gallons of treated water lost daily in the U.S., enough to fill more than 9,000 swimming pools. Tonight, Houston engineers are collecting new samples as the city boils and uses bottles. As neighborhoods wait for word tonight, Houston schools have announced they will close for a second day tomorrow. Houston Mayor Sylvester Turner says he is hoping to get the OK on the water here later this evening. Nora. Janet Chamley, and thank you so much. 
Well, at the World Cup, the U.S. men's national soccer team is gearing up for tomorrow's must-win match against Iran. CBX's Roxana Saberi reports tonight that it's what's happening off the field that's about to be center field. Our country is named Iran, not Iran. In a fiery news conference today... Iranian passport, they can't uh, enter USA. Several Iranian state media journalists hounded the U.S. soccer team's coach and 23-year-old captain Tyler Adams with questions about inflation, immigration, and racism. While there's so much discrimination happening against black people in America. You know, there's discrimination uh, everywhere you go. We're continuing to make progress uh, every single day. The backdrop to tomorrow's World Cup match between the U.S. and Iran was always going to be politically charged, but it became even more inflamed when the U.S. Soccer Federation briefly posted social media images of Iran's flag without the emblem of the Islamic Republic. A spokesperson for U.S. Soccer said the move was meant to show support for women's rights in Iran. The coach and players say they weren't aware of the move before it happened. Given everything that's going on, is the match against Iran about something bigger than soccer for you? And sports is a huge opportunity to bring people together. We continue to, to show our support and our empathy for what's obviously happening to the Iranian team and, and the people. Both teams say they're focused on Tuesday's match. Whoever loses will likely be eliminated from this World Cup. Roxana Saberi, CBS News, Doha. And we'll be watching. Turning now to Cyber Monday, which is projected to be the biggest online shopping day in U.S. history. Consumers are expected to spend at least $11.2 billion. That's an increase of 5% over last year. CBS's Nancy Chen shows us what shoppers are looking for and how those products end up on your doorstep. From the click of a mouse to delivery at your doorstep, millions of packages make their way through this one million square foot Amazon fulfillment center near the company's Seattle headquarters. How does this all come together? Uh, it is what I like to categorize as a 3,000 person jazz band. <laughs> so we're constantly reacting to a change in tempo or rhythm. Nearly 5,000 robots also help by carrying bins, gliding around as orders come in. An orchestra of technology and the human touch. Amazon is looking to hire 150,000 seasonal and full-time workers, while also laying off people in corporate and technology jobs. The company has also been dealing with global walkouts, like this morning at a warehouse near Chicago, where workers are demanding better pay and working conditions. Amazon says it is continuing to offer competitive wages and great benefits and inventing new ways to keep our employees safe and healthy. The company says holiday orders won't be affected. Should we be prepared for any delays from Amazon? You know, we've been preparing all year long for our shipping our, and investing in our network and our transportation, our delivery. Still, the economy is top of mind for many online shoppers. Are you pulling back a little bit because of inflation? I'm not really trying to spend too, too much money. <laughs> for those looking to save, you'll find the deepest discounts today on toys, computers, electronics, and clothes. Adobe Analytics also suggests waiting until Thursday to save the most on an appliance. Amazon has already processed tens of millions of orders worldwide this weekend, including at this facility in New Jersey. Nora? Looks busy. Nancy Chen, thank you so much.
There was high drama in Maryland when a small plane crashed into an electrical tower and got stuck. How everyone on board survived. That story is next. Do you ever wonder where all your money went? Like every single time you look at your bank account? Honestly, it's probably all those subscriptions. I felt that way too until I got Rocket Money. Rocket Money helped me see all the subscriptions I'm paying for, and it was eye-opening. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it all adds up so quickly. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. In Maryland tonight, two people are recovering after their small plane slammed into a tower holding high-voltage power lines. The pilot called 911 to report the emergency. I've flown into a tower to the northwest of Gaithersburg Airport. It's one of the uh, electrical towers, and believe it or not, the aircraft is pinned in the tower. Well, the accident Sunday night knocked out power to almost 100,000 homes and businesses. A rescue team used a crane to save the 65-year-old pilot and his 66-year-old passenger who suffered hypothermia and other injuries. They were stuck for nearly seven hours. First Lady Jill Biden has decked the halls of the White House for the holidays. We'll show you. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas at the White House. First Lady Jill Biden today unveiled the holiday decorations. The theme this year is We the People. Dr. Biden and more than 150 volunteers decked the halls with more than 80,000 lights, 77 Christmas trees, and a gingerbread White House with a cookie model of Philadelphia's Independence Hall. There it is. Coming up, two New York City police officers honored today after saving a man's life. The dramatic video is next. When you choose Organic Valley, not only will you be enjoying great-tasting dairy, you'll help to save over 1,600 small organic family farms who are protecting over 400,000 acres of organic farmland and all the plants and animals that call it home. This is dairy you can feel good about. It's great-tasting, high-quality organic dairy, ethically sourced from small organic family farms. To find Organic Valley Dairy near you, visit ov.coop. That's ov.coop. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts, included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. 
Finally tonight, two New York City police officers are being hailed as heroes today after they saved a man who fell onto the subway tracks. The dramatic Thanksgiving Day rescue shows one officer running out of the subway across the street and back down the stairs to help another officer and a good Samaritan pull the man off the tracks just before a train rumbled into the station. The that was the top priority. We know the train was coming. Somebody yelled out two minutes. All we had to do was get them to safety. Those officers are part of a new initiative to improve subway safety. And that is tonight's CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell. Good night. Hey, it's Matt Norlander with the CBS Sports Eye on College Basketball podcast, and it is tournament time, people. So listen to the one podcast that will cover every upset, Cinderella, Bracket Buster Sleeper. We've got it all covered, every round, reaction shows, all the way up through the championship game in Glendale, Arizona. To find us, search Eye on College Basketball podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Pura the most pristine, safe, climate-stable city on Earth. A haven amidst the wreckage. Here, you're safe from heat domes, superstorms, water bandits in the outer lands. There's no crime in Pura, no murder, no suicide. And best of all, there's no cost to join us in Pura. Promised to keep you safe. I killed her! You took everything! In a world that doesn't feel so safe anymore, we're waiting for you. Here, in Pure. The Last City is a new scripted audio drama from Wondery. Enjoy The Last City on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of The Last City right now, ad-free, on Wondery Plus. Get started with your free trial at wondery.com slash plus.